Okay, our second podcast. We're not going to call it podcasts. <laughs> yeah. So we left off talking about commitment and what's the value of commitment? If I'm unhappy in a relationship, my marriage, if I'm unhappy in my marriage, is it my right to get out of that marriage? Because that implies a particular commitment that I'm committed until I'm miserable and then we divorce. Grandma and grandpa lived in different places. They were committed, but they were miserable. So their commitment was, no matter how shitty the situation is, you're married. Right. I don't know if you're talking about, because getting married in the church has a different kind of commitment than people just getting married, I think. It depends on who you ask. If you ask the person involved in the church, that's what they'll say. If you ask the person who married the person who's involved in the church, <laughs> they may not feel that way. And everybody's, I mean, so that's the higher power thing, that you are morally obligated to fulfill your commitment or you're going to hell. Right. <laughs> Unless Perfect. you can... You know, the church makes exceptions, too. It's called an annulment. So, Sure. And it's supposed to be pretty extreme sure. to get out of a marriage. I think an extreme amount of nagging will equally <laughs> affect a priest's decision to annul or not. Oh, or actually money. but Right. But there are, there are ways. So, but, so the religious perspective of commitment... Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That has no value to me. Um, I think that... Not no value. Well, I think that if you looked at statistics, you might see that the number of Catholic marriages might not have the same, like, divorce statistics. Divorce rate. So the divorce rate with Catholics is lower. Yes. But what about murders of spouses? <laughs> no, because murder is a sin, just as strongly as yeah. But you don't have to get a divorce. That's a divorce, true. so like they wouldn't. I think they're kings choose, who followed that rule. Actually, we don't choose one over the other, unless it's an accidental, <laughs> <laughs> legally or um, <laughs> intentionally. No, honey. I didn't know he was allergic to um, cyanide, mm-hmm. <laughs> turmeric, turmeric. Um, um, I think that we wanted to define what commitment means first before you can say to just get out of it. Okay. So when you decide to get married, you're committing to be with the other person faithfully, all Mm -hmm. the vows, you know, Mm -hmm. I do, I do, I do, better for worse, all that stuff. For better and blah and sicker oh, yeah. and I don't know. Oh, yeah. Wealthier and I don't know. Yes, no, yes, though. No. Yes. So when you're ready to get married, mm-hmm. the commitment that is required or that people have? Because commitment, when you're in, you know, when you're getting married, the commitment is 
you're not going to sleep with other people. And mm-hmm. that's a good one. And you're going to, I mean, that's like number one. And then the second for, is. For some people. Well, no. But see, I would say that generally the initial commitment is all in. Okay. So, and I think that that's like everybody is day three of marriage. Yeah. Day one of marriage. I believe that both parties do go into a marriage believing that. Although I don't know. I think some men think, oh, I'm going to get married, but I can still have girls on the side. Oh. She'll just never know about it. Because some people are always cheaters and then they get married and then they're still cheaters. That's true. But they're committed to the person they married. There is a so that's what we're saying. What is what does that commitment? Well, mean? okay, I don't know if that's necessarily appropriate um, to to marry somebody with a preconceived deception. Like I think that that we can include a commitment that isn't. I think that initial commitment of one hundred percent is required, or knowledge or transparency, which is still commitment one hundred percent. Commitment mm-hmm. has to be one hundred percent. It can't be. I'm committed, but I'm going to be deceptive. Like from day one. Like that's not commitment. That's that's you know, I mean that That's true. That's deception. <laughs> right. And I think it's those aren't those I'd be interested to see what how long those relationships last. I mean it lasts a long time. I mean that could be you know until they do Ryan's roses. <laughs> <laughs> well right, but a lot some I mean maybe that's therapy for some guys, which is kind of what I'm what I wanted to talk about last time is that maybe that's a therapeutic solution to incur the longevity of a, of a marriage. But those people, you know, I mean, and maybe that's it. Like I got to cheat on, I have to say, I need the satisfaction of, of being physical with, or emotion, you know, inappropriately physical or emotional with others than the person that you decided to marry. And that person isn't going to know, like that's almost a solution to that's like a preemptive solution to a problem which would manifest itself no matter what so if this person mm-hmm. is kind of entering in this relationship with this idea then then the person who's marrying that person is 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 being lied to right. i mean unless they know or if, you know i mean even if you suspect and don't confront you know if you gotta so i think that that is not to be considered in in this discussion that that's okay. an outlier i think that generally the, the 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 marriages that fail and result in divorce that started off with good intentions like they married the person to be mm-hmm. married mm-hmm. and they wanted they intended to marry this person for their life on day one mm-hmm. they said the vows they meant them okay now 15 years 20 years later they don't they were drunk when they said <laughs> drunk as, right that's I was gonna say that we're saying you, typically people would date for a year or two and then they make this commitment for life. That's, you know, they have no Well, yeah, idea. but you There's don't know how long life is until you're living life. <laughs> you, you know, know you're like, more damn. Than, you know it's more than two Longest years. relationship I've ever been in. So, I don't know, right? It's, so, actually, um, marriage goes into more than just the commitment to your spouse because a lot of people I've heard mention even maybe you that um marriage is more for like the family so if you once you commit to marrying someone then you want to have a family with them and then that's why you stay married not 
not why, but you grow together for with your family and and so stuff like right. That. And so the the kind of the principle is, and that's kind of what we we're talking about before we got cut off was this this shared arrangement. So shared arrangement of raising children rather than requiring this formal commitment to one another. But I think before we go there, it's interesting about just when you first get married, you want to be married forever. At a certain point of time, some people are miserable. Well, they, they fall out of love with that person. They don't enjoy being with her. They have a lot of contempt usually. They haven't brought up the things which bother them and have been bothering them since day two in the relationship, you know? Mm -hmm. um, you know, you put the toilet paper on wrong, and <laughs> well, it's like, that's been driving are... me crazy for 20 years. <laughs> I mean, those things are trivial, but... No, but, well, okay, that example in particular, but I mean, there are things. So, and I think that we kind of were saying that when you're younger and you get married, that that I believe that that you grow apart, and a lot of it is a realization of who the other person is, right? Or who... who I guess that's who you become. I don't know. Um, I don't agree with that, but I think when you're young that we were talking about how, like, I mean, a 20-year-old is so different than a 30-year-old. You're still finding yourself. So the 20-year-old you can't make a commitment that the 30-year-old you can honor, or they don't understand the commitment they're asking the future self to continue on. Right. I can work, but it's a lot harder, I believe, because you're finding yourself... And hopefully you're supporting and loving your spouse at the same time and growing together. However, sometimes that doesn't always happen. Well, those happen. are the years that you hang out with your friends too. So you right. be so married you're and you're hanging, you kind of have your own life. Right. So you either missed that or you're doing a lot of couple hanging out. There aren't a lot of couples. It's probably a lot right. of so, but one you're, couple with a group of buddies. Right. Probably not a group of girls. It's usually a group of buddies. And right. Then, so then the girl kind of gets left out a lot or and then has all to of a sudden the buddies get married and they're not allowed to hang out and the guy's got to hang out with his wife the whole time and he's like Ugh. <laughs> you again <laughs> so 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 the commitment you're able and and that might be what it is is that the 20 year old me no matter how well i thought i knew myself mm -hmm. no matter where i thought it would be in 10 years would have a really hard time making an actual commitment and that because i will change so much that throughout those through those years i would have i would have never let the 20 year old me make those commitments um yes and then another thing is that like when you're 20 and you're with a 20 year old partner um you're you don't you're both growing choosing careers taking different paths right and like say you're dating a girl who's like wants to be a doctor and then all of a sudden she wants to and not like, work or you know <laughs> and, and you're you all find yourself like 23 having to like only the only one working <sighs> or whatever and you know I'm getting ready for a baby so i'm putting on 30 pounds <laughs> yeah like there's all this stuff that's going on and you didn't the careers is a big one. Yeah. I think that that's, that's interesting. And I guess that, and that was kind of where we are talking about the regional things. Mm -hmm. So you have the regional offerings. I guess it's, it's the regional existing expectations mm -hmm. and opportunities. Right. And also like for, 
for a female, and I think this goes back to even back in the olden days where 1980s <laughs> no like super old where they would like marry two. off their wimp their daughters oh, yeah, yeah. to a family that was going to take care of them right like a girl maybe not in her young 20s but when she gets ready to settle down with someone she wants to make sure that that person is stable successful mm. at least has <laughs> something going for right. them that she's can make that commitment to him and that he's going to be able to take care That's of her right. and provide for her and then she'll provide whatever is missing and and both both pe- partners can work yeah but yeah. i mean ideally the well, woman could stop working for for a period of time to raise children we, i mean i think right. we will agree that having a mother with her children at home is something that is desirable yes i don't know that all women for educated way. women too a well, lot any, of any, right. any woman it doesn't matter right. their education but i think that's a different that's a value or a mm-hmm. you know that's that's something but i think that there are also you know hmm, I don't so know. so a, a young woman looking for somebody that's true. Is when you're look- young, they're like, well, I'm, I'm going to work. <laughs> Take care no, of me. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like when, when let's say, a girl's like 25 or whatever, mid-20s, starting to look for her future spouse, um, not 20, like right. 25, she's going to start looking for, usually they she looks for an older guy or someone who's in a career or someone who can provide. There's not a term someone who girls, doesn't have do their guys call it? stuff like grown, together. It's not a grown-up, I, I think. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's like you don't boys, right? The way you, like, you call us twenty-five, six, seven-year-old boys because <laughs> we're finally making forty-five grand a year, and we're like, we're rich. We'll right. Take you out, girl. Take you to Red Lobster. Right. You're all. You're like just able to go to the clubs. That's right. I'm a baller. <laughs> Bottle service. No, just kidding. Just kidding. Who's well? It's whatever. Fire free. And it's interesting because well, I don't know because I I wasn't in a relationship when I was in my twenties, but early 20s young young but when you are single and first get a job and have money your life changes you right know? you have that freedom you can start doing whatever you want buy your disneyland pass <laughs> go to disneyland go clubbing go right. hang out go buy meet people weed. go to the, right. <laughs> go to the beach Jack and Coke's not, it's you cheap. know yeah go to bars just but, but essentially your life changes yes. so you have so when you're young, it's hard to foresee the changes that are going to happen. I think that the people grow apart potentially. And we're talking, I mean, this is, I would say, Orange County, LA, you know, big cities and even relative suburbs where a lot can change, mm-hmm. where you can graduate high school. I mean, you have people who are dreaming, right? Like, oh, I'm going to be a rap. I'm going to be an NFL player. They're going to college. They got a full ride. They're going to be an NFL player. They, this girl, you know, they get married in high school. Now they get married young and mm-hmm. no NFL used car salesman mm-hmm. not a good one <laughs> and right they're barely getting by and then they're barely getting by and now she's you know still in school got a good degree you know not a sports degree not mm-hmm. that you know smart 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 people too but and now she's making more money than him mm-hmm. he doesn't care he's watching tv hanging out with his buds and now i mean if you're married that's a recipe for disaster and that's mm-hmm. that's you know but then i think so that's i think the amount that could work. Stay at home, dad. It'd be awesome. <laughs> but I think that's that's it's that's one of the big influencers of potential d- 
disruption later in a marriage is you mm-hmm. get married when you're 20 and you're committed to each other. So mm-hmm. you're committed, just the same commitment as you're old. So, so there's two things. One is like being ready to be married. Can't, when can you make a good decision that the future you isn't going to regret? The other one is a commitment because the commitment will carry you through no matter when you get married. If you're dedicated to commitment young or you're dedicated to commitment later, it's just the burden of the commitment could be less. Like, oh, I have to deal with the toilet paper being put on, rolling off the bottom instead of the top like normal people do it. And, and as opposed to 20 where it's like, you know, she didn't finish college. She gained 150 pounds and she always wants to go places like, you know, these, the, the, the life choices kind of, you know, flower one way or the other or wither, you know, Mm -hmm. and then now you're like the lifestyle. So at first it's like love carries you through when you're older, you kind of have a particular lifestyle and you know the lifestyle. You don't know the lifestyle when you're 20. You you know, you know, you're like, we're going to be rich or, you know, we're going to be middle class. But there's no, you know, wanting that and, and achieving that are two different things. So if, mm-hmm. if both people work, go to college and are married and, you know, achieve, communicate and I don't know. I don't know. That sounds so hard. I th- I know this is an uh, interesting topic. So a lot. One thing my mom always said is you have to like the person that you marry. So you know, beyond love, you have to actually like them because like you're gonna have to be with them every day for the rest right. of your life. Unless you get a cool traveling job. Don't like them if they drive you crazy. If you're fighting a lot or right, they irk you. Then you're just probably not gonna. The love's gonna end, and you're gonna. And you're, the right, you don't like end. the person. Mm-hmm. But on the other side, when you're when you're young, that's why we were saying you needed to kind of be in more than one relationship to kind of see, because there's a there's a point in <laughs> when you're just dating someone where you're like, I don't want to do this anymore, and you have to get and you have to get out and you have right. to be like. But once you're married, it's like if that oh. happens. Right, right. You, you're six months in, and all of a sudden you're like, this guy doesn't use the toilet. Pisses all over the place. This guy can't put the twizzy down. <laughs> no, but... Right. Sleeping so, on neighbors. <laughs> so, like, you were saying, it's so, like, that... So, like, you as an individual have to be ready, and by ready, um, usually you're, you have to be older to be ready because you have to accept that person for right. who they are. Right. And you have to also... Um, a lot of times you. people say, I mean, marriage is not easy. Right. It's Fucking it's a. it's hard, like you always say, to live with somebody else, especially of the opposite sex because we're just, we're so different. Yeah. So it's hard to live with somebody and then you have to um, like the person. <laughs> and... You have to want to make it work. Right. So it's not in the beginning when you're dating, it might be easy and fun to be around that person, but that has to keep going. But yeah. And, and you have to under, I, I think that that, that is something about maturity and experience is that you have to be willing to have a certain amount of respect for yourself and have a certain amount of room for compromise. Right. So your compromise can't be getting walked all over all the time. Because you're going to get tired of that. Or, you know, it's, I mean, I would say that it, it, even when you're 50, you're gonna be like, I'm out of here. You know, I can't take it anymore. I would imagine. And when you're, when you're young, 
you may it's potential that it's you have the potential to think that that's just how it is that that's you know there's nobody better and there's nothing i'm stuck you know like this is in some places it might be the case in some places maybe you know there aren't many choices <laughs> yeah it's like you can be alone which i don't know i mean that's another thing um but so i think no matter what age you get married there's a particular amount of commitment i think that if you're young i think that it's very difficult to understand that level of commitment that's necessary and if you're older i think that's where the distinction between what does commitment entail so we'll assume everybody wants to get married and be married to this person for the rest of their life um the commitment that's required is generally faithfulness um kindness Mm -hmm. understanding um basically willing to tolerate you know willing to work it out at all costs Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that, you know, as you get caught up in life, so, so those are, I think the general, that's what everybody goes into Mm -hmm. forever, this this babe forever, forever babe. And, but then as time goes on, you know, it just, things change. Life changes. People gain weight, people lose weight, people, you know, they learn, they like new things, they get new hobbies, you know, and they get things change so that doesn't mean that you can't have a loving relationship but it's possible that and we know the term of married living single Mm -hmm. is that you you just kind of gradually grow apart or or you do your own things and you don't do enough together Mm -hmm. and i think that you you don't have enough dedicated together time Mm -hmm. so and uh we know as tired parents with lots of kids that it's really hard (laughs) well you (laughs) think that it's like you find time we always you know you 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 sometimes say that um i don't spend any time with you and i'm like well we live together i mean i've spent (laughs) all the time with you that i'm home but i think that's the distinction we do do stuff Mm -hmm. but i think that's the distinction that's what gets people in trouble Mm -hmm. is is they're like i just want to go hang out with my friends and that's cool because that's important Mm-hmm. but you don't put the same importance on hanging out together. Like you're like, well, I'm always with her. I don't need to go make a, I don't need to go spend a hundred bucks at a restaurant. Right. We just had dinner. We just had dinner. <laughs> yeah. And it was, meh, it was okay. Could use more salt, <laughs> but you know, and, but so those, and I think that what happens is you don't understand that the consequences of not putting in that effort, build an individual life. If you don't build right. a life together, mm-hmm. you build an individual life. Mm-hmm. Okay. So once you're, kind of on that individual train you could definitely i would say come back because you 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 know we'll assume that many years have passed 10 years we'll say a 10-year relationship right mm-hmm. so you've been with the person for 10 years and you know so now they've grown apart a little bit should and, and maybe they do have very big differences you know one turned republican one's democrat one's socialist and and the other ones you know like were they not this before well, they've learned some things. Now... Dad now makes money, doesn't want to pay any taxes and help anybody. <laughs> right. Mom is a teacher and, you know, needs public public service. And dad's like, well, you know, figure it out. You got a union and uh, don't take my tax money. And I mean, right. can you imagine can... that would be if you're a child in that poor household? Right. You would understand what it means to That's live why in conflict. You don't discuss politics with your spouse. <laughs> you don't. T- <laughs> Just kidding. Right. If you have to, <laughs> well, well, but okay. So the, I mean, that would be a compromise. Right, yeah. It's like, boy, did you see what the current Republican president said? And you're like, you know, you're like, nah, you better not. No, 
you know, and you're watching it on your phone. Like, no, mm-hmm. I didn't see that at all. Well, and, that might spark a huge right. argument, fight. Right. Agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, part of being the respectful and drawing boundaries and being able to say, you know, like, I let you be right a lot and you're pretty much <laughs> never right. So it's pretty. I'm always right. It's, it's pretty. Yeah. So, so there's that compromise. Mm-hmm. But at a certain point, the man eyes wander or the woman and the man say i can't stand that other person Mm -hmm. so you've gone too far right Mm -hmm. you haven't nurtured your own relationship you have you know whatever time has gone on you have not tried to find aspects of that person to like Mm -hmm. because they were they were there like they were there you wouldn't have married them if you didn't think they were the only woman in the world. Mm, very low percentage of another <laughs> one of those being out there somewhere. And so then time goes on mm-hmm. and now you are not happy. Okay. One party or the other is not mm-hmm. happy. So our grandparents would stick it out right. because it was the commitment to the relationship over commitment to oneself to be air quote happy you know right and so that's kind of where i'm not happy i'm getting the fuck out of here instead of i'm not happy wife i'm not happy Mm -hmm. and wife either saying i don't give a shit you're ridiculous and be going oh maybe i am ridiculous oh you're right or you know no, you're ridiculous. No, but I mean, you know, but at least mm-hmm. that, at least turning to your partner and trying to, I, you know, mm-hmm. let them know that they're having a problem instead of like, I got to figure out how to, um, you know, instead of understanding that now, now, okay, I'm committed. I'm miserable. This girl's hitting on me at Starbucks mm-hmm. and... I'm going to get her number. I'm going to bang her, whatever, wherever it goes, hang out with her. Mm-hmm. I mean, even having a conversation appropriately, you know, is, is somewhat being unfaithful. Yeah. But if that conversation yields the husband coming home and treating his wife better. Is that okay? Is Well, no, I don't, I don't think we can ever say that it's okay. My mom would be mad, <laughs> but can we say that they have not violated the the commitment well okay okay no no no. are they still committed i'm not sure i am right because um but i just wanted to make make a point because uh, when i was getting my communications degree at uc davis i took a gender differences course and public schools they've said that like men believe cheating is physical so if a woman if their spouse would like kiss another man that would be like mm, you know absolutely cheating my lips How, you know where those lips have been <laughs> <laughs> but a female b- believes that if a man is emotionally involved in with someone of the opposite sex that that would be as that, equally as bad right so i agree so having your husband talk to another girl I agree would be considered cheating and if she found out 
she would be not okay with it. Right. And that's and that also brings large fights, okay? Because <laughs> because he's going to say nothing happened. I was just talking to her. <laughs> Even though you can tell that mm-hmm. they love the conversation. And mm, it's satisfying to him in that way. For her, she's probably just like, I talk to everybody like this, you know? Right. She's like, everybody talks to me like this. And he's like, you know, every word, hanging on every word, mm-hmm. you know, doting on her for sure. I mean, that, but, and she's reciprocating, but not, you know, and I would say that that's interesting because a man will probably engage in a, in a conversation like that freely without thinking anything's wrong. Like, kind of like, I just was having a conversation. Mm-hmm. The girl may actually, if the girl was married, they're both married, the woman who engages in that type of dialogue maybe just as if that man is kissing another woman like like the the if a woman thinks that a man engaging in deep you know in a inappropriate conversation with a woman is as bad as him kissing another woman then when she is engaging in that type of conversation she's basically performing the same mm-hmm. inappropriate act right so and a man has no idea what he's he's like what so a woman is getting the emotional support she needs a man is just keeping up trying to use big words and but but i mean i agree that it's, that it's inappropriate i mean that's if you're like striking up a random yeah. in-depth conversation like, with hey, someone baby. At Starbucks. Like, what's up if it's a co-worker and you're like no 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 that's that's no no i mean okay. two people mm-hmm. and not small us. talk but like actually right right i love i would love to have more kids right. <laughs> <laughs> but so, but at any rate, it's the perceived inappropriate mm-hmm. behavior. But so now, okay, mm-hmm. man has deep relationship or deep conversation with some stranger because he thinks she's hot, right? Mm-hmm. And comes home, makes dinner, gives his wife a back rub. Oh no, that's super suspicious. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. No, well, okay, just. Brings his home, his wife home, f- flowers. Okay, right, nice. Makes dinner, cleans the car, <laughs> takes a shower. He's guilty of something. <laughs> they say flowers mean I'm sorry. Not, <laughs> nice. not I love you. Well, when I bring flowers, it, I guess it could mean either. But um, flowers, flowers. Okay, so let's assume that it's not. Forget about the guilt, right? Like, let's just say that she that there's no. There's not an anticipation that these things could be possible, right? She's like she's mm-hmm. just she, the woman or the man just assume that it's faithfulness, right? That that everybody's out there being appropriate. He comes home, brings flowers, that makes her day. She comes home and what does a girl? I don't know. I mean, makes him dinner. What do girls do? You don't do anything. Back rub. Back rub, <laughs> right? Something nice, right? Mm-hmm. So something nice is occurring, mm-hmm. and. He got his satisfaction, regardless of what happened. Mm-hmm. You know, even if he's, I mean, it's, I think it's a little extreme to be having sex with somebody else. But if you are, I mean, you are, and say, or actually, it'd probably be more like this that the guy has a great conversation at Starbucks, brings his wife roses. The guy goes on a date with this girl, buys his wife jewelry. The guy, you know, like, <clears throat> so, but I'm just saying that for the woman, for his, for the wife, I mean, I guess it could happen with a guy too. I don't, but guys, girls don't buy guys. Like, you can't buy me jewelry or flowers. Like, I don't give you, 
you know, there's certain things. But um, if the relationship improves because of this behavior, is that improving the marriage? And is that keeping the commitment a priority? <clears throat> you know? I'm going to have to disagree with you because I, I listen every week, twice a week, to Ryan's <laughs> Roses. And men, when they meet another girl or have this side girl on their mind, they forget about their wives. So they would not ever in guilt idiot. or retaliation <coughs> every me. single one of these this is okay men two men a week okay times 365 i don't know 52 so we, weeks, we will assume that that's always not. <laughs> they always no matter what yeah but Hulk Hogan they always get wins. free flowers and they have wives and they always send it to the girl who's on their mind even if nothing's well, happening that's because that's a that's a charge so, they don't have to cover up <laughs> they don't have to save their lunch money to buy flowers for the girlfriend. Exactly. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They, the first person that comes to their mind is not their wife. They're, they The first person so that order, comes to their mind So commitment is, is having the wife come up first in their mind. Yes. Even if that means the wife has to take a beating. No, the wife should not have to take a beating. But beating she, is not... Okay. That's too Even if, if the wife... I agree. Even if the wife has to deal with loneliness, with Mary living single, mm -hmm. right? He has no interest there or, or, you know, but I guess it goes both ways. We're, we're mm -hmm. kind of talking as if the wife longs for this stuff, you know, right. but <clears throat> I'm, I, I don't know what is, you know. I, I don't like what you're saying doesn't sound realistic to me. I mean, it's possible that if a guy believes that having a relationship with somebody else and then treating his wife better because of it like she would never be okay with that if she knew that that's what was going on and she would, would actually she rather be divorced she would actually be suspicious because if they were married living single and then all of a sudden her husband <laughs> out of the blue starts okay. bringing her flowers and um jewelry okay she's gonna be like right well that what's going on <laughs> where have you been the last five years well now? what if he gets all talky and what if he explains oh you know i've been sad and and you know i just had this realization the other day that i should be happy well that would be great he should have had that conversation before well whatever so it happens mm -hmm. right and this okay. is as a result of this other exterior activity okay now it probably should be lifting weights or something but you know it's this other thing mm -hmm. that is causing that is saving his marriage mm -hmm. his or her i mean i guess it could be a girl too i mean i don't it's you really have to think about that because would how would you feel in those shoes but that's different like if no. you were having an emotional affair with somebody because that's as mm -hmm. bad i mean no for well men, good i don't have to listen to as much physical. then things no, would get no, better no. because no, no, I no. for men it's physical if you were being physical with somebody else, yeah. if you brushed your arm with somebody else, <laughs> that's unacceptable. So there you go. But if I brushed my arm, you wouldn't care. If I had a deep well, conversation, say, you would. They said, this is not me personally, that in general. Well, I mean, those are definitely right. two different kind of the, the value. And, right. and I agree that emotional relationships mm -hmm. are the worst because, because that's like your true self. That's what you're giving up. A physical thing is, you know, you can pay for that. Uh, you could probably pay for it in you know a conversation too but I, I it wouldn't you know it wouldn't be different paying for a conversation so that's not a reciprocated thing. <laughs> right, like right, right. act like you're you. listening like, 
oh. had this really good conversation <laughs> today. I had to pay for it. And the other person, they were such a good conversation. They laughed at every joke. They laughed at every joke. <laughs> they agreed like, with me. They agreed with everything I said. Like <laughs> that's what it's like to be the uh, the company guy when you're a vendor. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it was so good. They agreed with everything I said. No arguments. I said some crazy just, shit. <laughs> it, was just, it was wonderful. Right, but, they told me how great I was. <laughs> like, you might, yeah, you're just, you, you might use that service. But that's, so that's, that's, is the, the saving of the marriage, even if it requires, is it deceit? Yes. Uh, that's not, um, here's, here's maybe better. Yeah, if it, if it requires so, lying. Right. If you go have a conversation with somebody and... And then you realize maybe that you should have been having that conversation with your wife and it changes your behavior in that way, in like a positive way, like then I would say that it's fine. Nice. But you sleep with right. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not talking about how <laughs> when do you, when you cheat physically that's cheating. And most people if they Right, found at out, that point you cross the line and it's deceptive. Yeah. And even if even if you But like, the commitment. Tell them the commitment. Most people are not going to want to be committed to you after that. Re- God, no. God, oh, nice. Because once so that's a, what. Once so a, that's once when a God. Liar, always a liar. <laughs> <laughs> so God. Once a cheater, always a cheater. So God says, when you're saying those vows, that if they cheat on you, it's okay to leave. It's okay to leave. Mm-hmm. So then, some people try, can work it out and get past it, but I think it would, would I, actually I agree. change it's, the relationship it, too much. We'll talk about Jordan generally. Yeah. Generally, okay. that shit's gonna hit the fan. Yeah, um, that is not maintaining commitment. That's, That's what we're right. saying. The yeah. commitment that you have broken the commitment, and because mm-hmm. of that, the other person now the other person no longer that. So the other person no longer has to um, be committed to you. Be committed to you. Mm-hmm. So the commitment is over when you violate the commitment. Mm-hmm. Even if you're, well, you wouldn't be attempting to save the relationship. Well, okay. So back to the World War II generation. So, well, I think what would happen. So actually, you know, I think that that has happened in my grandparents' history where, um, actually not my grandparents, but, you know, somebody who's married in. Mm-hmm. And I think that the that there was infidelity involved Mm -hmm. and they did stay married. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, I think that the tact was exactly the tact that you would employ that you're going to, you're not going to divorce me and you're going to make every day of my life miserable. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's because it's your, the commitment, even though I've broken the commitment, you cannot break the commitment. Right. And so you, so payback. Well, as they say, I Payback mean, is it? <laughs> <laughs> right, but that's Be, like in is these... there is there is there value like is there value in that decision or should they just have dis- dissolved their marriage? And, Nowadays, the man. So let's say that happened. Man cheats. Woman, wife finds out, and then and decides to stay with him but make his life miserable he will he will leave he will not stay committed he would not put up with that he already cheated so he well he might no i think it's interesting because in this day and age 100 percent, it'd be like you're gone like there wouldn't even be a thought divorce 
That's like divorce. That's not true. That's not true. I do think much more right. than the World War Two generation, right. where they, I believe that that they would not get divorced and that they would value Hillary marriage. Hillary Clinton stayed with her, with Bill. He didn't cheat on her. Okay. I'm not gonna go there. It was a cigar. But no, no, no. He sneezed. It was sneezed on her dress. (laughs) It was sneezed. But um, publicly embarrassed. Uh, That's for political reasons. That's a different. But actually, no, no, no. If it's a man and a wife, husband and wife, and there's cheating going on, what's the point of being married? You stay together for the kids. Right. So, so if you stayed and you hope that nobody else finds out because your kids will lose respect for you if you stay in that kind of relationship, either either way, either way. If, the, wa- if they, the wife, yeah, cheats they, the kids will know, and the kids somehow find out, they no, will they will not respect their no, their dad for staying with their mom who cheated, and vice versa. It, it I agree that it causes a lot of problems, mm-hmm. and but at the same time commitment mm-hmm. so it causes a lot of problems it's a mistake commitment is a mistake no or, oh, the the oh, infidelity right. the turmoil at home like that is all bad mm-hmm. okay and 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 everybody involved wished that it didn't happen right mm-hmm. but but the infidelity was just promiscuousness it wasn't like love it wasn't mm-hmm. it was just a bad decision and, you know, I would say in this day and age, that bad decision, like you said, once cheater, always cheater, that, you know, the, you know, generally you caught them on one bad decision. They've probably made a thousand of them. Um, divorces are easy. They have all kinds of divorce lawyers. There's mm-hmm. lots of people, you know, in our age that are around here that, you know, or, or there are a lot of people generally in this area. So you, even if you're single, you can find other people. Right. So World War II generation didn't have, that wasn't a perception. Who knows how much divorce costs and, you know, it wasn't something they considered. Um, So that commitment is only good while you're both maintaining it. Right. In your opinion. And if somebody violates it, then it's your right to end or it's i mean it's our it's it's the right of the person who didn't violate to end and that's okay and that's acceptable i guess it depends on the degree of the violation well say it was terrible or say it was you know i mean if, mm. a, 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 not Every, having an, everybody has their own personal and not threshold. having another family somewhere like if you got kids with somebody else down the street <laughs> and you're you have a traveling job which occurs which is pretty I awesome i think it's pretty awesome actually yeah. i mean that takes takes a, a real man to have two families <laughs> real way to have two That'd families so hard. i don't even know right hey, like, hey, babe, i'm so tired like, <laughs> tracking on phones and stuff i mean nice. I uh, oh, that's awesome! Just have two completely different phones. You're like, no, nah, baby, I got to turn it off for two weeks while I'm traveling. Traveling job, and then you just have a job down the street. <laughs> It'd just, be hard. That to is keep up. crazy. That is awesome. A real man has two families. <laughs> <laughs> Takes a real man. So, so that's interesting. So, okay, so in this day and age, mm-hmm. where does that line? Where is that line to end the commitment? Right. So cheating. That's probably one extreme range of acceptability right mm-hmm. so world war ii generation cheating oh, generally right. okay. was not even in the bounds of acceptability it's like mm-hmm. i don't give a shit we're married you fucked up and now 
you're making your own dinner for the rest of for oh, right. Tuesdays and Thursdays. Or I'm going to burn your hamburger every time we have your favorite hamburgers. That's exactly you want right. hamburgers? That's right. I thought you liked them medium well. Or was that your girlfriend? <laughs> Everybody else is perfect. Yeah. So. Here's your spinach again. That's right. That's, yeah, I think we're going vegetarian. That's going to be. It's good for everybody. Well, the kids don't have to do it, and I don't like meat. <laughs> I think that if you are unhappy, that you should first attempt to talk to your partner. And I believe that you should try, like, marriage counseling or something. Because I don't think that maybe it's okay to just give up. It depends on how far and how fast. Cause There's this girl at Starbucks, and... <laughs> And I really just want to see what kind of panty she's wearing. And can okay, so that's the topic of conversation, well, right? I mean, I'm, well, I mean, okay, I mean, just saying, right? So, so if somebody had those, that well, okay, whatever, mm-hmm. right? A great, you know, whatever. They have a great conversation. Well, they're they want to bang them. They're gonna come home and say, "Babe, there's a chick I want to bang." <laughs> and she's gonna say, "I want a divorce." Right. So you can't say that. Nobody would ever come home and say. But I'm that. just saying. So there. So that's like ridiculous. Uh, that's like I'm I, just trying I, to work was, it out. This is what I want. Oh, but no, no, no. I was talking about like not because we were saying not infidelity. So infidelity is like. But the infidelity hasn't happened yet. But the guy wants infidelity. No. So so if, if it gets so a lot. Of, so I believe, and a lot of people believe. So, if it gets to the point where you are looking, or infidelity is an option, there's already something gone wrong in your relationship. What if it's just? I mean, so that's from a guy's perspective. It's just no, like no, they're they not. don't want to marry the girl. And I'm just saying. I mean, you I don't even know devil's the girl. Advocate. She's just somebody perfect <laughs> at, at Starbucks. Perfect, but but that's so so. But that's what I'm saying. So it's like, it's like you know, we should talk about the thing. Which is is you know what can we do? I want to have more back ribs. Like I want you to rub my back more. Like that. That's something that's fairly resolvable, right? right? Okay, sure, that's fine. But when you get into these situations where you're either married young or you've been married a long time, or you know you don't have you, you, whatever, right? You mm-hmm. you're in the situation, and I think kids are the next thing we got to talk about because that actually plays a big role in this whole commitment thing, right? So. Commitment number one to an individual, right? It's a little easier to leave. You're like, you're a piece of shit. You cheated on me. You know, I'd, I'd rather be alone or there's, you know, I can go find somebody, even though I'm 45. Like, there's still, I can go. I don't have to die alone. Mm-hmm. So, so that I think is, is the, like the commit, that that's commitment, you know? Like, how committed are you? Are you willing to accept that person, whatever they do? Are you willing to, you know? And I mean, generally, that's what they're talking about in the marriage vows. It's like, better for worse. Worse could be a serious gambling problem and they gamble away everything. And, you know, that is, to my mind, almost worse than, like, a guy cheating on a girl is, like, throwing his life away to money or drugs. And, you know, you made a commitment. And the World War II era, people might say, you got to work it out. And you can work it out. You could, if you're being the right person, you're both dedicated to each other. People can salvage the relationship. You can mm-hmm. always salvage it, especially if you love the person when you married them. You mm-hmm. can you can always salvage it, but you have to be the right kind of person who can forgive, and they have to be the right kind of person that can stop acting like an asshole and talk to the spouse about whatever is needed to reconcile the relationship. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, I need you to do this really freaky, crazy shit right now. 
I mean, the woman has to decide if that's something that she's willing to do in order to prevent that person from going out, assuming that it works that way. I don't know. Mm -hmm. You know, again, once cheater, there's kind of that. I think there's a lot more going on than just kind of I want to have sex with, you know. But um, and I actually think that that's a psychological problem Mm -hmm. rather than like an infidelity. The infidelity is a result of the psychological issue it's not mm-hmm. the, there's nothing the woman can do to prevent that it, you know like in some, some cases in some cases mm-hmm. right i mean like right like in some cases you can't change it no matter what a woman does but we'll say that a woman has to accept it and the woman has to be you know the woman is both parties are willing to make it work mm-hmm. that's going to take a lot of commitment on both sides but that's one i believe resolution mm-hmm. the other resolution is i'm out of here mm-hmm. and I'm out of here violates commitment. But so does the other. So does infidelity. See, I don't know if that... I think that commitment and faithfulness are two different things. I guess it's commitment to faithfulness. I don't think it's two different things. Like, like I, I personally... Mm-hmm. I think some people can see it. But that the commitment, again, is living together, raising a family together, paying the bills together, you know, like... Um, in the marriage vows, it, I'm pretty sure you say I do to take this woman to be your wife. I don't even remember. I wasn't listening. <laughs> I wasn't listening, and I was drunk. To love and cherish all the days of your life. Um, right. But see, actually, the, I, yeah. So, well, there's... Forsake all others... Um, those are all in the vows. Okay. Especially the religious vows. Okay. So then, so, so infidelity, reason for divorce, um, even if it's just a, on a whim that generally that's a good reason for divorce, you can work it out. Both parties can be successful. Now, if that, so then you kind of have the, then there are certain things which make it okay to get divorced. Infidelity is an easy one. Mm-hmm. Uh, disrespect in and these more a disrespect is not a reason. I mean, well, no, I mean, but but if this somebody may think it's okay for for somebody to cheat, but it's not okay for them to call them an asshole all the time. You know, like it's it's there are behavioral things that might make a person unhappy. I don't like the way they roll a toilet paper. I want to get the fuck oh, out of here. Correct, but you should have you should have a discussion with the person about that if it's just like never talk never well, so okay so i, I mean, think that you when you should treat others the way you want to be treated it's the goal so when there's goal, no kids you can't i think it's easy call right? them an asshole all day they're not gonna that's not very nice why would you be married to someone that you have to call that all the time <laughs> i mean <laughs> and if there's no kids involved then it's, i think the no kids and i think that the yeah. kids are actually what and that's why maybe the World War II people, the, the grandparents, had that commitment. Because, yeah, I think if there was no kids, I don't, if there's no kids involved, there's almost no reason for marriage. I mean, not that there's no reason. You can marry somebody, be with them forever, but. Why? Why would you why, choose Why them? would you? <laughs> right. 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 You don't have to. You can live with them forever. You don't, I mean, you could, you could be, you know. You could do whatever. You don't have to get married and you mm-hmm. still be faithful and mm-hmm. you don't have the pressure of. So if you get married, you have children. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think the com- that's where the commitment. So ah, so commitment to self versus commitment to family. So I think that 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 could be. 
Well, I believe also that, so there are some people who don't have families or don't have kids and they still want to get married for the, there's, it's security to marry right. someone else who is also vowing to just, to live a life with them and only them. Right. Okay. Yeah, I'm committed to you. You're committed to me. Right. We are going to share our life You're my forever together. friend. Right. Yeah, you're my forever friend. But and That seems ridiculous. I, I'm I'm saying that I agree with you, some but... people might sure. want that sure. secu- security that a marriage right. They always is. wanted to be married and they can't have kids. But mm-hmm. No, I'm not even talking about not having or wanting kids. That to, to, That even if there's no kids involved that some people would still choose to be married. Sure. And if the other person cheated, they would say, like, I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. No big deal. Yeah, because you right. violated that commitment. Because, because right, because you have a, a one to two commitment. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's kind of where I think that the distinction was was blurry, is that, you know, we kind of, it's like, well, if you're with somebody, you just divorce, no big deal. So the family, the family and the commitment mm-hmm. and... The complications of divorce, because if a man leaves, if a man cheats on his wife and the and they have children, those kids are fucked. Like it's it's you know you don't know what it's like. You have a great you know your parents mm-hmm. are, are married and perfect, and I've you know my parents have all been divorced and <laughs> all my friends' parents are divorced and we mm-hmm. all are like our parents don't love us like they don't love us because they didn't stay together, and you know my mom has lots of reasons for you know we always hear about them and that's okay. Because she has her reasons, but those reasons aren't good enough for me. And if it was infidelity, I honestly, as a child, don't give a shit. You might. I wouldn't. You, if you were old enough to understand, you would. Well, if I was older, old enough to understand, how old? Twelve or eight? No, I would say like twelve or thirteen. If it's... you're old enough to pick sides, yeah. It it's no. such a different No. As soon as dad leaves for six months, you don't give a shit. You want side of family. You've been going back and forth. For... You want it, but you can understand why somebody would make that choice to leave. But you might yeah, but you might hate your dad. What if your parents oh, just, if or mom? You might hate your dad for cheating. Or your mom. Could be your mom. Whoever cheated, you're gonna hate that person. Because they ruined your family. But like, what yeah. if Mm-hmm. What if, so the arguments ensue, something, mm-hmm. forget about the reason, forget about infidelity or, or what the cause of the want of separation, right? Infidelity is an easy one, but there's a lot of other ones. You've, you've grown apart, um, you know, like there's, there's a I lot of I believe if you've grown apart that you can grow back together. You just have to make it an effort and both parties have to make an effort to go back together you have to find hobbies that you can do together you can still have the side ones but you need to find something that you guys can do and enjoy together right that's that's like a selfish choice to go off on your own like you've committed to being with this person for life so you actually need to commit to being with this person for life right and so so it can happen you can grow apart and you can grow apart for 10 years but then you should spend the next 10 years growing together I think that that's good to say that. And I think it's good to, for people to hear that because I believe that that is 100% true. I think that you might need to separate a little bit. You might need to be alone for a week or a month or a few months. Like, be alone. You don't have to divorce. Like, you don't have to. Anyways, there's a six month waiting period. But 
I think that that would bring a lot of clarity. And that person, you know, should go live alone and, and, and you know, and deal with the kids going back and forth in the, in the apartment, you know, because that's what happens. Dad gets an apartment, mom gets the house. And, and the kids are going to be miserable. The parents are going to be most likely wanting to, you know, if you're 45 and you're divorced, you go to the bar. No, you're too old. <laughs> you go to the dive bar. <laughs> you know, you're watching a sports game at the bar alone <clears throat> with a bar with your, you know, your bartender that knows you, and um, you know, you might go back home because you might want your wife there. You know, you just to be with a body. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that that's kind of that could bring you back together, but you have to, like, if you have gotten to the point to where you're ready to leave, and you're like, "There's, I hate that person." And you hate them in the moment. You hate them and you're, you know, you're, you know, I think that that. But you want to stay together for the family, for your kids? Should they? Is is the commitment to the family greater than your happiness? Um, that's an individual decision because some people can self-sacrifice. You can make that work because you can have separate beds. You can have separate living quarters. Oh, my God. Really? If you really value your kids over yourself, yes, but but you, the other that's person, World War Two stuff. Like that's the grandparents' generation, I'd say, because it's commitment to the family over all else. But you can't make the. I mean, it can't be obvious to the kids. <laughs> like, you can't be yelling hug. at Good night, honey. Hug and go to your own rooms. <laughs> well, what? I mean, how or it depends on how old the kids are. That's what I'm saying. When kids are aware, they're going to pick up on things. But when kids are little, they wouldn't know. Their life would be very different because they wouldn't see their kids. Oh, they'll their, cry. When they're four, they'll cry. When they're four, they'll cry when, when they're alone, when they're without another parent. And when they're 12, mm, right, Right. Without the other parent. That's what I'm saying. If you're both there, they won't know if you're not going to the same i think that that would be that's so so which so that's interesting so hide it from the kids right but you can't have extra really you can't have other relationships you can't have i mean oh god so it it would be weird i guess i don't know like yeah you can't be fighting and calling the other person names in front <laughs> of the kids like it would have right to if you're in separate bedrooms by that point you're probably not talking much right. but then you're probably having other relationships Right, so you can't do that. Why not? Because then you're going to bring those other relationships. No, I mean, that's kind of the thing, right? Like, (laughs) you know, you stay, you're gone twice a week staying somewhere else. I mean, you'd be lucky to find somebody to tolerate that relationship. Yeah. Or you have an apartment somewhere, you know, you're a cool guy. But I don't, I mean, I don't think that's a reality. Yeah, I don't if know. One person, maybe only one person's miserable, and the other person's fine. <laughs> <laughs> they like seeing them miserable. They're like, "You look a lot nicer today." With the, with the tears, <laughs> the tears look good on you. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. Like, so then the question is, hap- you know, individual uh, parent happiness, uh, which is interesting. You know, like the children. Well, they will they will know if their parents aren't happy. Like they'll pick up on it. They won't have. That won't be this like great family dinner where everyone's gathered around talking because the parents can't stand each other, <laughs> and it's really hard to fake that day in and day out. So 
here's your food. No, there's one of them. The one of them would be gone. Like yeah. it wouldn't. It wouldn't be a co-op so, at all. But I'm telling you, as a parent, as a child whose parents, mm-hmm. who you know, no together time, then having everybody in the house and sleeping in one house would be better than one of them leaving. And if that's the case, can people live that way? Can you have, you know, if can a man be happy for a duration of a relationship? I believe that a percentage of us can. I'm one of them. But there's also a lot of people who cheat on their wives, right? And there Mm -hmm. are people who, you know, do cheat on their wives emotionally or sexually. You know, Mm -hmm. having an ongoing relationship with somebody that is very, is it appropriate? Mm -hmm. Now... If that saves the marriage, that's not okay. If there are kids involved, I mean, I just feel like there's that the family to save the family is is I'm I'm saying that I don't know how that could work. Yeah, as I say it, it's like no freaking way. Like no freaking way. Like both, disaster. Both husband and wife would have to be super open about it and you got to find other people <laughs> yeah, that are cool with it. so okay yeah. with well that. i mean you know these and... baby boomers i mean they're all divorced and they're all you know they're all they've all been divorced if they're not divorced so they've all kind of you know they could totally probably make that work and they're all 60 now so they'd totally be cool with it yeah so that would be hard so then you have to so you can't really Making it work requires both parties to want to make it work. Mm-hmm. And possibly to not let it go so out of, get too but far. But I'm going to say that you don't know it's too far before it's too far. You don't know it's too far before you're like, you know what? I, everything she says pisses me off. And I'm sure it gets to that. I don't think it's just... I think it's a gradual. I don't think it's like you wake all of a up sudden one day and you're like, I hate you. Like, I don't think that's how it happens. Like, especially, especially if you've been with someone for a long time, like you still, they're the first person you want to share stuff with. So I guess maybe when they're not, I don't know, but f- that's appropriate, obviously. <laughs> right. But. Well, I guess then it's the individual to value the commitment. Because if you're unhappy, well, I mean, you know, we went to that marriage encounter Mm -hmm. and I saw couples like, I saw where they were at. Like I saw, I saw the kinds of people that were in there. And Mm -hmm. it was nice that the people who went, you know, in Mm -hmm. fact, the fact that they went demonstrated that there was hope. Right. So Or... The wife went to the church and said, I want to divorce this guy and annul him and he's a piece of shit. And they said, well, you got to go to this marriage encounter first. <laughs> you have to give it a shot. You have to give it a shot. Right. Oh, I think that the marriage encounter weekend was a really good experience. I agree. And that if people are finding themselves drifting apart, that they should go to something like that. Right. Because it, it gave a really good um, way of communicating. Right. And it forced people to go and communicate. Well, I think the biggest thing is understanding how you got there. Like, you, mm-hmm. you know, these people were all pissed off at each other and they hated each other. Mm-hmm. 
But I don't think that they understood that they actually had a part in that too. Right. That they had also stepped out individually and lived right. their own married living single sleeping right. on the couch. Right. Instead of saying, you know, that thing you did four years ago really bothered me. <laughs> <laughs> right. And also um, uh, addressing or accepting and hearing other people's feelings. Right. And how that made right. So maybe you didn't think that what you did, there was anything wrong with it, but it made the other person feel right. a certain way and you had to listen to how it made them feel. Right. But so I communication think, is key. But I think beyond communication, it was, um, which it, it did provide a way to communicate, but it actually forced you to go communicate. Right. So it was very, it was like, actually, if you can spend a weekend, like, locked up in a place where you have time to discuss things, because a lot of times you won't, you'll just, either someone will let it fester, or the other person will blow up. Right, it's the festering. Or or they didn't, they, they don't, when they, when it is bothering them, they don't know how to talk about it without accusing or... right. Kind of um, constructive conversation. Right. It's very and, that, and it gave, accus- it gave um, a way of doing that constructively. And right. Saying, you know, this is how I feel. And then listening to Right. The and then the person has to listen to whatever they say. I don't know who's listening. But <laughs> it was a while ago. I <laughs> yeah. No. So, so then, so now back to marrying young and mm-hmm. finding yourself in that situation right i think when you're older it's easier to talk to the person because you're kind of like self-preservation you're like this really bothered me and i need to tell you because i'm married to you mm-hmm. and it's that maturity and the value of the commitment mm-hmm. to say i want to keep things out in the open so when you're older it's easier to make those decisions it's easier to say i mean you know maybe not i you know i have no problem speaking I'm, i will let you know because I'm not it I can't let it fester because it's in a second it festers into something that bothers the shit out of me and so I you know mm-hmm. so it's hard for me to understand what it's like to keep something in and not talk about it but I'm sure a lot of people do and the the time that goes on that you don't talk about it you know you kind of grow on and like things just compound and pile up so that's so then if you have that's interesting so if you have that level of communication with your partner mm-hmm. i'm gonna say that at any age you get married you can work it out you can be mm-hmm. married too young mm-hmm. but if you can have those discussions and you can have that open relationship mm-hmm. so that is probably the lesson that it takes maturity to understand is that you have to communicate with the mm-hmm. other person to let them know how you feel, to let them know how you, they make you feel, and you have to listen to how you make them feel. And and if you if you have that relationship with that person, I don't see how it could not work out. Right. It's like, hey, hey, you know, you were supposed to be an NFL football player. You're just gonna go to the NFL. You're not. Now you're a shitty used car salesman. We need you need a better job. Like mm-hmm. we, you know, I can't. I need something. You know, or or it's like you're applying for a used car salesman. How about you don't do that. And how about you, you know? Yeah. I think if you have a, I think they always say communication. If you have a good, open, honest communication. So I think that's, I think that. Would eliminate a lot of problems. Right. So when you're older, 
you're more mature, you have a better idea of what you want out of the other person and what you want for yourself, and you have you know how to talk, you know how to communicate, and you understand you're okay with letting the other person know. When you're young, you're probably a little more inhibitive. You're like, I don't want to tell them. Or you're just like, mm-hmm. she's so soft. And that's pretty much all that's on your mind, you know? Two years later, you're married. You're like, she's stupid, you know? Mm-hmm. But, but if you have the maturity or if you're... If you've been taught, I think that you have to tell these stu- these students, students of a lot.